Hello again, this is Danny Rushing with Crisis on Infinite Comics with... Brandy. And... Shane Sullivan. Yay. Alright, we're here with Shane, and um, we're going to talk to him a little bit. If you'll just give us some background on you. What, you know, where are you from? What got you into everything? Okay, I'm from Louisville, Mississippi, and uh, I've been writing short stories for about... Since I was about 16, I'm 38 now, so <laughs> it's quite a while. And I've always enjoyed comic books, especially the horror comics... One of my major influences is uh, Alan Moore from the Swamp Thing run of the 80s. Nice. Oh, that's like nice. epic. <laughs> that was my favorite, all-time favorite. It was the greatest, I think it was one of the greatest comic series ever when he was writing it, you know. Did you pick up the trades? I got all the trades <laughs> and a lot of the single issues as well, so. All right. Um, tell us a little bit about what you're working on now or what you just finished. Okay, well, right now um, we just got through and Andy's going to start drawing it. My friend Andy Childress that you interviewed. He's, he just got through, uh, he's about to start illustrating it. We got all the stories written for Misfits and Mayhem Volume 2. And this one here is going to be a little bit different from the other one because my stories are a little bit more horrific and bloody. It's <laughs> always the way to go. Exactly. <laughs> a little macabre, you know? Exactly, you know. Alright, um, so tell us a little bit about how you got the idea for the story. Uh, for which story though? Well, stories in here? Yeah, the stories in there. Okay, the first one is first one that I wrote is called Legend. It's called the Legend. What it is is uh, your typical Bigfoot story of the '70s. Because I remember seeing in the '70s these old '70s movies about Bigfoot, and I've always wanted to write one. And this is kind of my take on one of them since it's set in, back then, you know. Okay. And the next one is called. Um, let me flip through my book here. That's fine. <laughs> it's called Lucky John. Basically, my grandmother. She's one of those southern little old... She was when she passed away a couple years ago. She's one of, she was one of those southern little old ladies that used to tell me all these creepy folk tales growing up. And it's kind of something based on hers. It's kind of like I wrote it in rhyme, kind of like a bluegrass song. So all the, <laughs> it's all captions, but it's all rhymes like a bluegrass song. Okay, my last one is We, which is a swamp creature story. And that's basically me channeling, channeling Alan Moore. My, you know, my all-time favorite write, comic writer. Okay. Nice. Sooner or later, I'd like to have see, have people see my name on the book and know they're in for one crazy ride because the first thing you see when you uh, pick up a Garth Ennis book, you see Garth Ennis's name on you say, oh, I've got to be in for one crazy ride. i got to get this, you know. And I want okay. people to associate my name with that. So. Nice. All right. Well, where can our listeners find your, your works at? Okay. You can find it at... Uh, Wherever we're at, <laughs> and plus we're also at uh, www.bubbleworldcomics.com, comics with an X. Right. We're actually going to put a link to that website on our website. All right, sounds great, man. And um, where we post all the websites and such. Mm-hmm. All right, um, what do you have in store for the future? I have in store for the future while well, getting this next book out, and I'm also working on a collection of just straight, not really comic stories, but I'm working on a collection of just straight short stories that I've like, you know, had in my head for years that I've just never got on paper yet. So Cody's the, the main writer in our little you know, group. Um, you know, I just try to hang on yeah. the ride. We're going <laughs> to release these like one a year every, around Halloween. Misfits and Mayhem. Okay, so you start printing in September, in distribution sep- in October? Yeah, that's it. Toward the very end of September is when we usually order them and get them in. Get it from lulu.com. Okay. So y'all publish yourselves, correct? Yeah, self-publishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to the writers panel, you know, yesterday, and the, a lot of people were talking about the differences of self-publishing versus yeah. small publishing versus large publishing. Mm-hmm. And you prefer? 
I prefer it myself because I haven't got an editor telling me what I should and shouldn't be doing. You know, I have free reign, total free range writing, no formula I have to follow or anything. It's just all my ideas, and, you know. You have any questions, ma'am? No, I'm good. Oh, come on. You got to dig deep. Come, come on. Come on. I just asked like 2,500 questions in the artist panel. There's nobody there. Okay, well, I'm technically not supposed to be in this interview, but... Um, Ladies I'm, and gentlemen, Cody Shed. I am back. <laughs> I know. You can all stop crying now. Your, your beloved host is back. <laughs> you um, can start crying now. He's back. Thank you. Uh, I was just going to carry over a question from the, uh, the previous interview. And uh, how do you feel about the direction of comics now as opposed to how they have been in the past? Well, I kind of, I, actually, I miss newsstands where I used to buy them as a kid, you know, in grocery stores or drug stores or whatever, you know. And it, it's kind of sad nowadays that small kids growing up find it hard to get into comics because there's no comics available to them except at a comic shop and they don't always have the opportunity to go as much as the older people or adults, you know, like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's completely, like I said, when I was younger, I'd go to the Sunflower and Forest yeah. and buy my comic books. Mm-hmm. And now you have to go to a comic shop because I don't know, I don't exactly know what happened there, but, you know, it's, they just don't do it anymore, you know, and you, except in comic shops, the only place you can get them now, you know. All right, well, um, tell me, if you had to pick in any mainstream world to write for, who would you pick? Marvel, DC, Image? Probably Dark Dark Horse. Horse. (laughs) Dark Horse is probably my all-time favorite one. Number one. Okay. Now, we're, we're, our podcast sort of tends toward DC, Mm -hmm. but we're not closed-minded, you know. We admit that there's a period of time where DC's like, eh, there's a period of time where Marvel's like, awesome. Yeah. And um, you know, we we've talked about the Dark Horse stuff and the yeah, BPRD I've stuff. Actually, talked about a lot of image stuff. So yeah, so we're not close. Well, I haven't got anything against DC or Marvel. It's just that's, that's the one I'd prefer to work for. You know, it seems like they give you it seems like Dark Horse would give you a little bit more control over you know things. Well, look what they gave Mike Manola with the whole Hellboy. Exactly. Stuff. I mean, he just let him run rampant with it. You know. And he and the thing was, you know, he never let it let he never let it get out of control. Yeah, it was always you know. It was always his own creation, you know. That's what I liked about it. You know, it was, it was just you could, you could. I mean, even without looking at the art, you know, you can always tell Mignola's art. But he, even just the stories, you could tell it had Mignola written all over him. You know, because he did a lot of research in the backgrounds of witchcraft and you know his art in the old Super Burns run of Superman. There's like three or four issues that he did, and it didn't fit. It it wasn't the proper style for a Superman comic book. Yeah, but it fits the Hellboy stuff perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he was a darker writer. Yeah, I knew it. I think he was a little bit darker for that, you know. Don, do you like a lot of comic book movies? Yeah, I like a lot of them. My my all-time favorite is probably my two favorites. They weren't really superhero movies. It was, I loved, loved, loved The Watchmen. That was like almost word for word dead on almost. And another one that was closest to it that's also my favorite is Sin City. All right. You know, classic Alan Moore and Frank Miller stuff. Yeah, Great, some of the greatest stuff ever, you know, in my opinion, anyway. Well, The Watchmen, and I didn't read The Watchmen until about four years ago. Oh, really? Oh, man. And it was, it blew my mind. Yeah, and I got through it, got through with it, you know, I just closed the book and said, wow. <laughs> you know, I couldn't believe it, you know. It's all working up toward that big ending, which I'm not going to say anything about, you know. Well, what do you think about modern day comic book movies like the new Jonah Hex movie? I haven't seen Jonah Hex. It looks neat, but I don't know anything about it. It's not good. Well, no. it's an 81 minute montage. 
you could take all the dialogue <coughs> completely out of the movie, replace it with a metal track, mm -hmm. and it would be the exact same movie. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. There's there's no character interaction, no character. Well, no, there there are two scenes of character interaction. Once between Jonah Hex and a dog, mm -hmm. and between him and his dead best friend, and that's the but, only character interaction. Yeah, that's movie. it. Was it based on Two Gun Mojo that Joe Lansdale did did a, several years back? No, it was actually based on the old DC Jonah Hex. Oh, was it weird the, Western tales from the sixties? Oh, was it? Is that what it was based on? Which it blew my mind when I heard that they're making a Jonah Hex movie. I'm like, they're making a Jonah Hex movie out of a comic book that failed then. Mm -hmm. But. Apparently it's boosting sales. I'm seeing a lot more Jonah Hex stuff now than I have yeah. in the past ten years. So they got a new all new series out now. You know. Well, the writers for the new series are the people that brought Power Girl up in oh, DC. Oh, really? It's a uh, mm -hmm. Palmati and Gray, and they did great in Power yeah. Girl. So I'm looking forward to. I've got the first issue of their run of Jonah Hex. I'm thinking it's going to be pretty good. Mm -hmm. I hope so. Anyway, he's fixing to become a Jonah Hex like oh, super fan. I'm going to go back and read every old Jonah Hex book I can because I feel that movie deserves as much criticism as possible, and I have to be a true yeah. fan to do that. Look up uh, Two Gun Mojo, Jonah Hex Two Gun Mojo. It's a trade out now. Okay. And it was written by Joe Lansdale, the horror writer. Mm -hmm. And he's a, he's a novelist, but he also he wrote this book, Two Gun Mojo, and it's one of the best Jonah Hicks stories ever. Okay. All right. I'll check that one out. Um, well, again, um, I'm Danny Rushing, and we've been talking to Shane Sullivan. Mm -hmm. And there's... Cody. <laughs> Brandy. All right. Um, we're signing off. Um, we'll be back with probably another interview in a few minutes, but it won't be a few minutes for you. It'll be pretty much consistent. All right. Thanks.